The Rangers got absolutely walloped at home in Game 4, and every team has been at home has lost is it finally time for the rangers to flip that script in game five we're talking about all that and more on this episode of locked on rangers let's get into it you are locked on rangers your daily texas rangers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan covering this team for 10 seasons, including all five as the founder and host of Locked On Rangers. Thank you all so much for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow the show at Locked On Rangers. Hit subscribe on YouTube where the best way you can help grow the show is to watch every single day and comment nearly any single thing below. Now, this was a brutal game for the Rangers, a 10-3 drubbing in game four and there were some bright spots but it, it feels just wrong to start with those because the game started on such a horrific note Andrew Heaney trotted out there he and Dunning combined to absolutely shut down that Ranger that Orioles offense excuse me in game one of the ALDS you thinking okay Max Scherzer got rocked a little bit it's okay everything's fine you win this one you're up 3-1 and everything feels pretty good from that point on if you lose this one you still just need two more wins out of the next three. You got Monty and Evaldi on the hill. But after the way they lost this one, it just feels absolutely depressing to be a Texas Rangers fan this morning. I mean, my goodness, there was just there was just nothing that Andrew Haney could do. Just jumped on by the Astros from the very beginning. Two-thirds of an inning, four hits, one walk, three runs, all of them earned. The only good part is he didn't give up a home run that's nice if you're looking for bright spots there aren't a whole lot to choose from in this one and Dane Dunning mostly got out of the jam that Andrew Heaney got him in then he got himself into his own jam which he could not get out of the walks were a big problem for Dunning three walks and two and two-thirds innings that fourth that fourth inning just it it could not have gone much worse for him. He blows the bases with nobody out, and he gets a strikeout, and then he gets pulled for Cody Bradford coming in to face the man, the myth, the monster, Jordan Alvarez, and he gets him to fly out, a sack fly. Honestly, in that situation, a pretty good result and a, a good battle. I mean, Bradford doesn't have the most electric stuff, and everyone says that a million times, but the thing about that, why it's so important is that there is much less margin for error for guys with that stuff than there is for guys who are chucking it 99 or whatever. And it's the same case for Arkady. Arkady's was not very good. He gave up a couple of runs. All the talk about how the Astros' depth of their starting pitching staff is, is so much deeper. Well, the Game 3 starter, that yeah, that was a, a pretty big lopsided matchup in the Astros' favor. But Arkady versus Heaney, I mean, they were both terrible. Urquidy made it through two and a third innings, and then the 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 you know less great side of the Astros bullpen was able to throw in this one. They didn't even have to throw any of their their big three in to win this one, which was incredibly frustrating for the Rangers. I mean, they weren't available, and the Rangers hit hard against these B team bullpen guys, the the less than A listers, but they couldn't quite get it across. And Bradford, despite having a masterful. Uh, performance in that at-bat against Jordan Alvarez, getting him to 
get a sack fly all the way to the warning track, which, you know, feels like a Herculean feat against Jordan Alvarez these days. Jordan Alvarez didn't even homer in this one, but Jose Abreu sure did. He got the absolute missile that he hit to left center field to the second deck, a three-run homer right after you get Jordan Alvarez. You got two outs, two strikes. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. And then the absolute bone-crushing, soul-destroying three-run homer. The Rangers had just tied it up the inning before. I mean, you give up a three-spot before you can even blink, and then the Rangers get it back by the third inning. It's a tight game. You got Dane Dunning, who has been dealing, and then he walks Martin Maldonado. That's where everything started to get off the rails. At least Martin Maldonado didn't have, you know, two hits and two RBIs in this one. He was 0 for 4 with a couple of strikeouts and a walk that should not have been. I mean, Dunning was getting a little overamped and yanking his pitches and was just, you can't get overamped against Martin Maldonado. I know it's exciting that you might get a strikeout. You're not a big strikeout guy. He did get some strikeouts in this one. I mean, four strikeouts in two and two thirds innings. That's not, that's not normal Dane Dunning. You're more going for weak contact with Dane Dunning. And that's when he's run into some problems is when he's tried to be more of a strikeout pitcher. It has not gone well for him. Now, those big strikeouts were were huge. I mean, he got, I believe he got Altuve. Um, no, he did not. Excuse me. He did not get Altuve. He walked Altuve. But he struck out Dubon, uh, who doesn't strike out a whole lot, and then um, just could not get himself out of that jam and just didn't need to be in it at all. I mean, the Astros flipped the script. They did exactly what the Rangers do. They had big innings. They had a lot of walks. They had a lot of hits and um, didn't strike out all that much. I mean, seven walks is going to kill you. It just is. No matter who you're facing, seven walks is deadly. And against this Astros team, it just it just will not play. It it just it feels inevitable. I mean, a two for four day from Jordan Alvarez with three RBIs feels like a light outing for him. It really does. And one of those RBIs was on one of his um, outs, one of his few outs that you're able to get him. But this offense was was clicking. They were doing their job, but the pitching just could not get could not get it right. And that's that felt like the big difference in between these two teams in this game. This was a clear stark contrast of what's different between these two teams is that when you got to throw the underbelly of your bullpen, the Astros are able to throw out Ryan Stanek and Hunter Brown and Maton and Montero and get, you know, six and two thirds shutout innings from that. I mean, they shouldn't have. I mean, it's not that the Rangers at bats weren't good. It's just they were a little unlucky, but they still got the results. And meanwhile, the Rangers, the only guy who didn't give up a run in this one was Chris Stratton. He pitched an inning in two thirds, got a couple of strikeouts, did work around a walk, but was overall pretty solid. And Will Smith, Will Smith and Martin Perez both got tagged for a run late in this one when the game felt like it was already out of reach a little bit. I mean, this offense has shown the ability to come back, but I mean, once it gets to a 10 to 3 game, it's just, there's nothing more you can do. It's just done. It is just absolutely done and cooked. And you don't even have to see the good part of, of the Astros bullpen because they didn't need it because they beat you so badly with the bats, which is so incredibly frustrating. But the Rangers bats did put together some good at bats and there were some signs of life and some things that can be built upon. We're going to talk about that in just a second, but first let's wait for our sponsors. 
This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. The Jace case is a personalized medical emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics to, that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add life's, additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Sometimes it's difficult to get to the doctor or you're in a situation where it's hard to get the medications you need, but the Jace case can get you those medications. You can have them on hand knowing that in any situation. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. So you can also buy gift cards to send to your family or loved ones so they can get a Jace case of their own. If you want to get your Jace case, you should go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at jasemedical.com. Shout out to the editors making Lockdown Rangers first listen every single day on tonight's show. I'll be live, hopefully, if the Rangers win, talking about a Game 5 victory heading back to Houston after that. Rangers take on the Astros in the ALCS. ALCS this week. You can catch every pitch of the hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Rangers. Now, this Rangers offense did what they needed to do and just got incredibly unlucky, including maybe the most unlucky play I think I've ever ever seen in a double play that was one of the hardest hit balls of the night by Corey Seager, who also had a home run. Seeing him get going was absolutely sensational, but a 108.6 mile an hour line drive just right to the first baseman. And of course, of course, with, with two runners on, and Marcus Simeon gets tagged out by his batting gloves. Not even ruled on initial. Initially, he was safe. And you have Evan Carter coming up after that. But no. But no, it, it gets challenged because you have two challenges in the playoffs, which is a rule that I had no idea about, that you had two challenges in the playoffs until, until just now, because I don't think I've seen that many challenges from managers in the playoffs. But he gets tagged out by his batting gloves, which is the most obscure rule that if you get tagged out by any part of your equipment, which apparently includes your batting gloves by the laces on Jose Abreu's glove, it's just the stupidest rule. It's just the stupidest rule. And it makes me so incredibly insane that this happened. Like, just you could not script a more stupid, unbelievable, unlucky inning for the Rangers. Just so many incredibly hard-hit balls th- throughout this game. I mean, the the single by Corey Seager, 103 miles an hour off the bat, the homer by him was was also incredibly hard hit. I mean, the Rangers were making very hard contact just all inning long. And, you know, they got the, the home run by Corey Seager to tie it up, 103.3 miles an hour off the bat, then a single by Evan Carter, then a single by Adoles Garcia. That was absolutely stung at 105 miles an hour off the bat. Then Mitch Garver comes up and he grounds into double play. You think, okay, that everything is fine. And then that's where things went off the rails. The Rangers were able to get a little bit more on that or even... Even the sack fly by Josh Young, an incredibly well-worked at-bat against Jose Urquidy, absolutely smashed it. Um, you know, A sack fly was, was good enough. It got the run home, uh, made it a one-run game, I believe, at that point. Um, or No, yes, 
Yes, I made it a one-run game at that point because Adoles Garcia had already homered earlier in that inning. Just a a really good inning for the Rangers that was was just short. I mean, that sack fly by Josh Young would have been a homer in just two ballparks, but of course one of them is Houston with that you know Mickey Mouse freaking stadium. It would have been right into the Crawford boxes, and man, that would have been nice for that to be a three-run homer as opposed to a sack fly. But alas, the Rangers offense just could not quite get it, could not quite hit it where they ain't. I mean, hard hit balls from basically everybody in this lineup. I mean, even that, that lineup by Evan Carter right after the double play, 106 miles an hour off the bat, and then the very next batter that came up, Adolis Garcia, 110.7 miles an hour off the bat. I mean, truly insane. The hardest hit ball of the day was Adolis Garcia, and it was an out. Just incredibly unlucky. And it's it's so frustrating that the Rangers could not make these pitchers who are not that good. Hunter Brown is not that good right now. He might be eventually, but he got absolutely shelled this year by everybody the Rangers included the Royals included the A's included got to this guy and hit him hard the Rangers hit him hard but they hit those hard balls where they were as opposed to where they ain't and uh that sucks but having Corey Seager get hot is huge he's a guy who doesn't slump for very long having Adolis Garcia have these great at-bats having Pretty much everybody in the lineup outside of Simeon have great at-bats. I mean, Simeon did get a, at least get a hit in this one and, and start a rally and then get ch- tagged out by his cheeks. Not even his cheeks, his, his gloves hanging out of his cheeks. Maybe if he had a, a slightly smaller booty, then those gloves wouldn't have protruded out that far. But I will never blame Marcus's booty for him getting tagged out on a stupid, stupid rule that needs to be changed to not include your freaking batting gloves. Just... Maybe players will just yeet those batting gloves into the dugout at this point. I think we might actually start seeing that, especially if it means that if you get tagged on those gloves that you're going to be out. It's just I've never seen that before in my life. I don't know that I'll ever see it again. And it sucks so tremendously that this was the case. And I I just feel like it's so frustrating that it was not only not ruled that on the field, but it was overturned. Like, I don't feel like there was enough conclusive evidence. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The Rangers, if they didn't get doubled off there, if, if if this, if that, if the other, whatever. It just did not work out. There was a lot of the ifs, ands, and buts in the first couple games that the Rangers won, and uh, a lot of ifs, ands, and buts in these that the Rangers have lost. Just incredibly frustrating. And there is some good news about the, the A bullpen guys getting three days off which is needed they've barely had any days off finally some games where you're not pitching Aroldis and and Leclerc and Spores I mean the good news is if the Rangers are leading in these next two games they could go entirely with their A-list guys and have a day of rest in between so you'd be going to Chapman on a day's rest and if you need to go three out of four for um, Leclerc and for Spores, I feel like you can do that, which hopefully the Rangers just only need two games. That would be nice if it does not go to a game seven. That would be nice. I would not like this to go to a game seven. It would be absolutely excruciating for everybody involved, like just truly excruciating, just like this one was. I mean, 
so close so many times and you just could not get it done i mean it sucks this offense was doing what it needed to the pitching was just this close i mean that even that pitch by bradford that was hit into the seats it was just two inches too far inside over the or over the plate as opposed to getting inside just a little bit more and that's the difference between that being an out and getting out of the inning and still being tied and a three-run homer that absolutely breaks your heart and just demolishes your soul it was just i don't think i've seen a more bone-crushing home run that the rangers have given up i mean well well there 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 was one um but we don't need to get into that um but still this was there were some good signs but i mean this was your chance this was a good chance i mean you had your chance to pounce on the one bad starter the astros have christian javier had a bad year but he's not bad there was obviously another level to play off christian javier which if this goes to a game seven uh, i'm hoping that max scherzer can be a little bit healthier not have as many pitches that he misses and misses badly with and can really flip the script on that one uh, make that sny account you know eat their words about tweeting out his line like such a loser mentality of sny to be like huh, see this guy that we gave up yeah we're sitting at home in the playoffs and we haven't done anything but at least we don't have this guy who we paid 43 million dollars this year oh and one of our pitchers who we made the highest played highest paid player in baseball this season is guaranteed to go to the world series because we lost so much that we gave them away for free and acted like we were geniuses for that so incredibly frustrating so many things so incredibly frustrating with this and uh just things not quite working out for the rangers coming up we're going to look a little bit ahead at game five and what the rangers need to do the rest of the series to pull themselves out of it because even though they're not dead it sure as shoot kind of feels like it this morning get into all of that in just a second right after this word from our sponsors This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The NBA playoffs are here, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is right now with studs like Corey Seager and Atolis Garcia and the little savior, Evan Carter. You can pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. Are you betting on Jordan Montgomery having a great day? I mean... He might not have the biggest strikeout totals, but uh, you can you can go in and bet on things like that at Sleeper. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Shout out to the everydayers for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. We're back on Sunday to talk about Game Six in this series. The Rangers take on the Astros. You can catch every pitch with the hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Rangers. Now the Rangers have Jordan Montgomery going today this afternoon. Maybe it's already happened as you were listening to this, but this is. Another tough matchup for the Rangers, Justin Verlander, a guy who was throwing a bunch of hittable pitches that weren't hit by much of anybody, but the Rangers still ended up managing to get that one in Game 1, and they were able to get to Framber Valdez in Game 2, and those are going to be their next two opponents, and then we'll see if they can, if they get to a Game 7, if they force a Game 7, or forced into a Game 7, depending on who wins the next couple of games. Um, 
Well, we'll see if they can figure out Christian Javier. I'm, I'm hoping that they can, but I'm really just hoping that this team, you know, pulls their head out of the dumps because this was an absolutely gut-wrenching way to lose a pair of games that you really, really wanted to win. You had the series. By no means were they taking the Astros lightly. I mean, the Astros just straight up beat them the last couple of games, and it's frustrating. I mean, this team has had so many, it's over, we're back, it's over, we're back. And this series, why would this series be any different? The whole first couple of series were just... We're so back. We're so back. We've never been more back. And then, of course, it's the Astros. And, of course, there's a game like this. And the Rangers are due for a game like this in the opposite direction of an absolute drubbing. That would be very nice. I would like to see that. Uh, Please, can we see that today? Can the Rangers just batter Justin Verlander? Heck, can we see it twice in a row? Is that that being too greedy? Just two wins. Honestly, two wins. Whatever way it takes. Whatever way it takes. Just get the freaking job done. And I'm not going to eulogize this team just yet, even though it feels like they are dead after these last two losses. It really does. Um, But this team, think about what they just got over. Oh, those brutal last week of the season like the fox broadcasters say every batter every inning every five seconds of the astros actually won the division on the last day of the season and it's just this team has suffered so many setbacks so many different things that have not broken their way and man oh i am just filled with rage thinking about the what ifs the what if the Rangers were just fully healthy. What if, even with this, you know, mostly kind of busted bullpen, what if they were fully healthy? I mean, having a Jacob deGrom game one starter, Max Scherzer game two starter, then you you throw big game Nate game three, and Monty in game four, and this series probably looks entirely different. Um, but still, it's not the case. And they have, this team has persevered over so many hardships, over missing Corey Seager for a month the first time, missing Corey Seager for a couple weeks the next time. The Adoles Garcia injury, the Jonah Heim injury, the Josh Young injury, the Nate Evaldi injury, the Max Scherzer injury, the everything that this team has gone through to be where they are today, two wins away from making it to the World Series. And. This is another huge setback. This is another demoralizing loss and a team that has had more than their fair share of demoralizing losses for a team that is this good, that has been this good. They have had way more than their fair share of absolutely bone-crushing defeats. And nobody has bounced back like this Rangers team. Nobody has suffered like this Rangers team. This was really frustrating because it felt like this was the year that the Astros were finally vulnerable. And then, oh, actually, nope. Actually, nope. They're probably not as vulnerable as you think. Oh, yeah, Christian Javier, who's been bad all year. Yep, he's going to be absolutely sensational in the playoffs. So Hunter Brown, who was absolutely lit up all year, he's going to give you three innings of shutout baseball where he only allows two hits and no walks. Like, yeah, of course. Because, of course. And it's just annoying that the bad guys keep having their turn. I mean, they are the villains. They they are the villains of baseball, and they always will be. And as much as the Astros fans want to pretend like that scandal didn't happen, the rest of us aren't forgetting. Like Rob Manfred happened to forget to punish any of the players involved or actually do anything that was meaningful in terms of dealing out justice for that. But the Strangers team 
is likable. Everyone is rooting for them, and it's going to make it even more frustrating if this Rangers team chokes away a 2 nothing lead, because that's what it would be. It would be choking it away. I mean, you had the series in your grasp. You had Game 3 in your grasp. At points in this game, it looks more lopsided than it actually was. You had plenty of chances to win this game or to not fumble it away, and you didn't. You just didn't. And that's a bad place to be. It is a really, really bad place to be. And I'm really glad that this team isn't as uh, emotionally volatile as the fan base, myself included. I mean, they take these losses much better than the rest of us do. Thank God for it. They have Bruce Bochy in their corner talking them off the ledge. Unfortunately, we do not. If I had Bruce Bochy in my living room talking to me after a loss like that, I'd probably be in a better headspace too. Um, but I'm glad that they have them as opposed to the rest of us. The rest of us can deal. <laughs> the rest of us, um, you know, our livelihoods aren't as much tied up. Well, speak for yourself. Mine is. But um, the rest of y'all's livelihoods isn't as much tied up in how well the Texas Rangers do at baseball um, as the Texas Rangers players' livelihoods are. Um, but still, this team has shown the ability to bounce back. They've shown the ability to take on whoever's in front of them, whether it's the Orioles, whether it's the Rays, whether it's this Astros team. I mean, apparently it's just not in Arlington. I mean, if they were playing this at a neutral site, maybe that'd be better. I mean, the Rangers completely outplayed the Astros in uh, basically almost every single game in Houston this year. I mean, they lost a couple of them, three of them to be specific, um, but they outplayed the Astros in Houston. And um, it's going to be kind of poetic if, the road team wins every single game this series and the Astros were celebrating like Kings and making fun of the Rangers for celebrating it all because they got home field advantage, which their home field has not been an advantage. I mean, the Astros have lost three out of their four games at home that they were so happy about their home field advantage. Um, yeah, it's, it's not been that much of an advantage for them in this postseason. It has been an advantage for the Rangers. So maybe getting back on the road, even if they lose this one, getting back on the road will be like, oh, actually, we play really well in Houston, so maybe we want to be there. I mean, that's not the case. That, that's not what you want to be doing. You want to head back to Houston, needing one game, being like Dirk and the 2011 Mavericks. And when they were up one game away from closing it out, a 3-2 lead, heading back to Miami for game six and you know possibly game seven. They only packed one suit, one black suit, because they only needed one because they were going to win in game six. I'm hoping the Rangers can take that mentality, can take this game. They need this game just to get their psyche back, just to get themselves back off the ropes and don't give the Astros a chance to close it out at home with two games there. That is not where you want to be. I mean, you want to pound them into the dirt, have them reeling, have them absolutely on the ropes when you head into Houston. So you pack your one suit and you kick their butts and you dominate from Valdez again. Make him change his cleats 70 times next time. I, I don't know. Whatever you got to do to get this team back right. I mean, they need this one bad. It's not going to be game over if they lose, but it's really going to feel even more like that. If you lose all three games at home, you had three games in a row when you were up to nothing. This is your chance. Go take it. I don't care if it's Justin Verlader on the hill. I don't care if it's peak Justin Verlader on the hill. I don't care if it is, you know, Randy Johnson on the hill. This offense can hit against anybody. The game plan they had against Verlander 
didn't quite work as well as they thought. Maybe I'm sure they'll revise it a little bit, tweak it. You got Corey Seager at home where he has played very, very well in in his career. I mean, postseason especially, he has played very well at Globe Life Field. Had a couple of bad games, or a I guess a bad game at home the game before. This game, sensational. Marcus Simeon really, really needs to turn it on. I mean, I feel like he, I keep saying he's like just almost there. He's just almost there. He, there's no just almost there. This, your back's against the wall. Everybody's needed. Everybody needs to contribute. And for the most part, everybody has been. I mean, even Nathaniel Lowe had a little bloop double that fell perfectly in this one. Um, just you need something from every single person on this roster in this game. I mean, well... Probably not everyone. I mean, I don't think Haney or Dunning are going to do much of anything in this one. They they spent their bullets on that one. And if it gets, if the Rangers get to a World Series and get to a Game Four, um, well, I guess they will almost they will definitely get to a Game Four if they get to the World Series. Um, and they might want to rethink the Heaney Dunning combination because the Rangers could have won this one, and they just they were just too far behind to get themselves into a situation that was advantageous for them. I mean, they had their chances and they, they almost got the, they almost hit themselves back into it. They haven't done that in any game this year or in this, in this series, I should say they've done that in plenty of games this year, but they have not done that in this series. They kind of did it a little bit in with Josh Young homers in game three. Um, but, but still, I mean, they, they, they are due for an absolute offensive explosion. I, I know it's Justin Verlander on the Hill, but one of these next two, at minimum, games, I think this offense is going to absolutely explode it and not just get a couple of runs early and then coast on that and let the bullpen and the pitching staff hold on for dear life. That, that does not feel like a formula that's going to be repeatable as it was in game one That's or game two. That's not going to cut it. This team needs its elite legendary offense to step up in this big moment go punch justin verlander in the mouth monty come out there deal a gym sit this offense down they they have scored their allotment of runs that's enough they the houston has scored enough runs in arlington this year they don't need to score anymore they, they don't need to score a single one more they, that is enough they have reached their allotment they have gone over their allotment of runs in arlington this year the Rangers could use some of that explosive offense, that Sunday afternoon offense that we saw time and time again. Maybe a day game or a you know or late afternoon, late afternoon game will help them channel that early Sunday offense that it felt like every Sunday, the first like outside of the, literally the first Sunday, like the first two months that every single Sunday game, this Rangers team would just explode for like ten or twelve or fifty runs. Um, one of those games would be nice. Two of those games would get you to the World Series. So get her done, buckle down, strap up. It's going to be a bumpy ride to the end, no matter which way it goes. Thank you all so much for listening this week. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy ALCS Texas Rangers baseball.